Welcome one and all. This is the Big Kid Show. I am Big Nick and I just want to thank you for stopping by. That's right. Just stopping by and kicking it even if it's for a little bit with us tonight. Tonight with me, of course, we have two of your favorite big kids. And that's right. You guessed it. I'm talking about Brian, a.k.a. Mr. B. And we have your other favorite. That is Big Mark. That's right. Thank you. We welcome and appreciate your applause. Please tell your friends to join the Big Kids Club and subscribe to the show so you do not miss a single episode. And if you are joining us for the first time, what the hell took you so long? So (laughs) what do we got here tonight, kids? Tonight, we will be playing a Big Kid original, the game show that Merv Griffin wants to get his filthy hands all over. That's right, kiddos. You will not find this anywhere else. Our game show tonight is No Phones. Yeah, No Phones. Again, thank you. Thank you for your wonderful applause. Back off, Bird. And we are legally required to tell you to not try this at home. It will break your phone. It will. No phones is simple. Each of our contestants will be asked questions. If you get the question right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, you get nothing. For today's no phones, we will have three rounds each. Each round will have your choice of two categories. Mr. B... And Mr. Mark will choose the category, and I will ask the question. And if you boys answer correctly, then you get that point. Reminder, the name of the game is No Phone. So as all of our big kid listeners know, this means our contestants cannot use their phones, computers, or any type of device or a person or pet to assist them with their answers. If they are caught using anything other than their brain, fingers, toes, they will be eliminated from today's show and probably never allowed back here again. That's exactly. right. That's right. That, those are the consequences. Yes. Those are the consequences. And a reminder out there to the listeners as well. Our big kids tonight do not know the topic. No clue. No clue. No idea what it is the at all. The suspense is killing me. <laughs> That's right. After three rounds, ladies and gentlemen, the player with the most points will be today's winner. And today's topic is one that is long overdue. Dun, 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 dun. The Office. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it already. All right. Let me introduce today's contestants one more time. The contestants are in the left corner. He is the tallest of the big kids, and I would wager my Camry that he is sending a monthly payment to Sweetwater. He holds a lifetime record of three wins and seven losses, but he has struggled mightily against his opponent today in the No Phones Arena with a record of one and six against today's opponent. Big kids everywhere. Let's welcome Mr. Mark. With that record, I feel like it's kind of like, Glass jaw Joe. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, Yeah, I may be first level of uh, Mike Tyson's game at this point, but it's comeback time. It's all right. And Mark will be facing off against a big kid that holds a seven and four no phones lifetime record with six wins over Mark. He's a man that is counting down the minutes until the Waffle House at the end of his neighborhood is complete. Here (laughs) is Mr. B. I don't even know what to say to that, but hey, sign sign up. The Waffle House is complete. Ooh. And he's, have you filled out your application yet? I got denied. (laughs) Okay. Gentlemen, gentlemen, stay in your corners, please. Now that the introductions are out of the way, we will take turns and the order will be decided by the most fair way possible. That is the flip of this here coin. I got George Washington's face on one side and 
some kind of statue on the other. All right, Mark, <laughs> you've got the honors today, so call it in the air. All right. Go Let's ahead. Let's go with Tails Never Fails. It is George Washington. Mr. Yeah. B, you choose. Go first or defer? Well, and with our concurring strategy, I will defer. You would. To Marcus. <laughs> the All right. Marcus. That means Mark is up first. All right, big kids. Are you ready to play? I got to say, this is like, this should be a showdown because I feel like me and Mr. B are both office aficionados. About to find out, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bears, Beats, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> All right. For the first round, you will each get 60 seconds to answer your question. And the categories for round one are a study diet of Michael Scott or somehow I manage. <laughs> All right. Well, let's kick things off. I, I love Michael Scott by far. Well, not by far, but definitely my favorite character on the show. So let's go with the steady diet. Start things off with the steady diet of Michael Scott. All right. The first question in our category of a steady diet of Michael Scott is when Michael burns his foot on his George Foreman grill, what food product does he request that Pam rub on his foot? Your choices are peanut butter or country crock. <laughs> Well, no self-respecting man that uses a Foreman grill on his foot would use country crock. So it's got to be peanut butter. We're going to go with peanut butter. <laughs> lock it in. All right. Judges lock, lock Mark in on peanut butter. And the answer is country crock butter. <laughs> Son of to a... which Pam refuses to rub on his foot. Oh, he's 0 for 1 already. <laughs> man, it begins. That gives us to you, Mr. B, a steady diet of Michael Scott or Somehow I Manage. Somehow I Manage, please. All right. The first question in our Somehow I Manage category is in season four, the episode titled Branch Wars, in which Dunder Mifflin Branch, sorry, which Dunder Mifflin Branch do Michael, Dwight, and Jim attempt to infiltrate? Oh, this is an open-ended one. You're not going to give me no hints, huh? Is it New York or Utica? Ah, see, so Uh, I remember that episode a little because they tried to steal the copier and it backfired. And um, (laughs) I don't think I don't think it's New York because that was corporate. So I'm going to go with Ithaca. And that will be my final answer. Well, would you like to choose between New York and Utica? <laughs> what I say? Ithaca. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, Utica. He's just going off the board. He's like, yeah. forget about it. I'm picking yeah. my Do not trust choice. me that it would be one of the two that I provided? No, I, I misspoke. It is Utica, sir. Lock oh. I mean, I'm, I might have started off wrong, but Mr. B's picking stuff. It didn't even options. <laughs> all right. The judges are already upset with Mr. B. We're locking him in on Utica and the votes are in the envelope says boom Utica it is there's a point for (laughs) Mr. B that goes back to Mark somehow I manage or a steady diet of Michael Scott hmm I gotta redeem myself here yeah let's go uh, steady diet of Michael Scott all right at the Michael Scott paper company Michael explains to his two person staff consisting of Pam and Ryan that he once had a dream that he ate what kind of sandwich? 
Was it a Skittles and mayonnaise sandwich or a peanut butter and tuna fish sandwich? Mm, they both sound mm, good. They both sound not good. <laughs> Skittles and mayonnaise was the first choice. Your choices are Skittles and mayonnaise sandwich or peanut butter and tuna fish sandwich. Oh, man. You, you I might remember notice the a theme here. The study diet of Michael Scott questions all contain Michael Scott and food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good theme. I like that theme. Um, I remember this episode. Very, very funny episode where they're holed up in, I think, one of the basement rooms of uh, of the office. And he walked out. That's when they were trying to replace him with, uh, with the other manager. Um, hmm, man. I can't remember for certain on this one, though. For certain. I can't remember for certain. I'm going to go with peanut butter and tuna fish. Lock it in. Mark is sticking with peanut butter. Right? Peanut butter is going to come through for me here. It's, it's got to come right through for point. me. If, if peanut butter is a choice in each question, I'm just going to keep rolling peanut butter until it hits. Well, I have our answer in the form of a quote from the great Michael Scott himself, who says, I once had a dream that I was eating a peanut butter and tuna fish sandwich. And let me tell you something. It was delicious. So the next day, I decided to make that sandwich. And in real life, it is disgusting. It is a disgusting <laughs> sandwich. Mark, you are on the board. Yes. Good work, buddy. Picking yes. up a big point in a big spot. We are tied at Absolutely. one to one. Control of the board goes back to Mr. B, a steady diet of Michael Scott, which we have one remaining question or two questions in the somehow I manage category. Hmm. Let's let's wrap up the uh, the, the food category. The steady okay. diet. Let's wrap that one up. Let's just lock it out. Wrap it up, B. A steady diet of Michael Scott. Okay. Michael hey, Scott's signature drink, known as the one of everything. The recipe is one part scotch, one part absinthe, one part white rum, one part gin, one part sweet vermouth, one part triple sec, and how many packs of Splenda? Ooh. Ooh. Open-ended. <laughs> Man, that's For some, for some reason, I, it's it's got to be two or three, but that's a good question. You know what? I'm going to go with two packets of Splenda. Lock it in. Michael Scott's signature drink known as the one of everything. The recipe consists of one part scotch, one absinthe, white rum, gin, <laughs> sweet vermouth, triple sec, and how many packs of Splenda? He says two. The answer is dose. Two yeah. has a two packs uh, of Splenda. Guess. And I that think gives, I had that in college. We called it the throw up. <laughs> <laughs> that gives you two points there, Mr. B. Oh, yeah, buddy. Very nice. Very now, nice. Mark, that will leave you with a question from the category of somehow I manage. And I will manage this question. I'm ready. All right. In the episode titled Michael's Last Dundies, who wins the Dundee for best mom? Is it Pam or Meredith? <laughs> <laughs> for best mom Pam or Meredith are your choices so Meredith is like a drop down drunk <laughs> we should have her on the show <laughs> yes she was, I actually loved her character she played she's, she's it a, a she's a team. big fan of the show yeah, she's an honorary big kid real name but man she uh, every, I mean everybody that show is fantastic but um, and then Pam 
Uh, they had a kid, but w- I thought the last Dundee was before they had their kid. So I think I'm going to roll with Meredith on this one because I think there was some irony of her being such a heavy drinker and then being the best mom. So Meredith, lock it in. All right, judges, in a surprise pick, Mark goes with Meredith, and let's have the answer card. It is in, and Mark, you are correct. Meredith won the Dundee for Best Mom. Some of the other awards that were handed out that night for Best Dad, Jim Halpert. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) For Hottest in the Office was Danny Cordray. The Diabetes <laughs> Award went to Stanley. The Promising Assistant Manager went to Dwight. Cutest Redhead in the Office went to Aaron. Best Dundee's Host went to D'Angelo Vickers. Nice. Doobie Doobie Pothead Stoner of the Year Award went to Andy. And Extreme <laughs> Repulsiveness Award went to Toby. Toby. <laughs> the Kind of a Bitch Award went to Dwight. And World's Best <laughs> Boss went to Michael Scott. <laughs> That's hilarious. Good rundown uh, of those, buddy. Toby's going away. <laughs> yeah, the Extreme yeah, yeah. Repulsiveness Award went to Toby. <laughs> All right. Oh, poor Toby. Mr. B, to close out round one, we are sitting here tied two to two. We got a nail biter here. We got jinx, the final jinx. question of round one and also the final question of the somehow I manage category. And here we go, my friend. D'Angelo Vickers, played by Will Farrell. Is hired to replace Michael as Dunder Mifflin Scranton Branch's regional manager. In the episode Goodbye, Michael, D'Angelo reveals that it was not his business experience that got him hired, but rather what? Was it preventing the theft of a dog or his ability to dunk a basketball on a regulation 10-foot rim? (laughs) Because I remember he tried to do that and it ended badly for him. Um... (laughs) Yeah, that's a tricky that's one. A good question. You know what? Tricky, I tricky. I think be, I think it was because he stopped the theft of a dog. Because when you hear that, you're like, that's why they hired this guy. Like, man, I'm, <laughs> my resume looks stupid compared to that. So <laughs> I'm gonna go with preventing the theft of a dog. Lock All in. right, lock him in on preventing the theft of a dog. The answer card is in, and yes, you are correct. Preventing the <laughs> theft of a dog. Was his he actually prevented the theft of Saber CEO Joe Bennett's dog, and that is how he got she that had job. those huge great oh, days. Oh, yeah, that's right. Man, country croc strikes again and knocks yes. me down a peg. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that brings us to round two. So, Mark, yeah. you will be up first, and our categories have mm-hmm. changed, the names of our categories have changed, and we will be choosing from these two categories either two weddings and a funeral or conference room Ooh. let's go with conference room yeah There's mark loves conference. And- he loved the conference room at work that's right all right let's go conference rooms for the first question in the category of conference room we have in the episode cpr training session the office employees <laughs> are told to pump the dummy's chest using their hands to the beat of what song was it staying alive or I will survive? <laughs> Man, I remember that episode, but now both of those songs, because I remember they like break out into song and everybody's singing. Hmm. So staying alive or I will survive. 
Clearly, Mark has not taken any uh, CPR training, so don't yeah, have a heart that, attack on his watch. <laughs> not Michael Scott's. Uh, so I'm going to go with Staying Alive. I'm pretty sure that's the one I remember them breaking out into song and dance with. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to lock that in, Staying Alive. All right, Mark, you are right. Staying Alive is correct, and we will... Uh, one of my favorite parts out of any of the episodes was while kneeling over the dummy, the trainer asked Michael to assess the situation and see if the victim is breathing. Michael replies with, no, they are not breathing and they have no arms or legs. You know what? If we come across someone with no arms or legs, why should we bother reviving them? What quality of life? Do we have? <laughs> oh, you, that's a good. And then I don't know if you oh, if we follow man. that up. Dwight's like, quickly, we have to harvest the organs. And he's got the, organs. the precious heart, the precious heart. <laughs> and then he turns around. And he's got the mask on. He's like, hello, Clarice. Hello, Clarice. <laughs> good work on that question. I love that question. Oh, all right. I, I got to say this, Nick. Like. I think some of my favorite moments of that entire show happened in the conference rooms. Like every time they went in the conference room on that show, it was always like, oh, something's about to go down. (laughs) And that that was Michael's favorite place to go too, was because he was up front and center. He was on center stage in front of everybody. Yeah. Look at at me. (laughs) All right, Mr. B, your turn to choose here. Two weddings and a funeral or conference room. Um, Let's go two weddings and a funeral. All right, here we go. At Phyllis and Bob Vance's wedding, what did Michael say everyone called Phyllis back in high school? Was it Four Eyes or Easy Rider? (laughs) (laughs) And and the the only reason why I remember is because Four Eyes would be funny, but Easy Rider, you don't say that at a wedding in a microphone to the bride. So it was Easy Rider for sure. Because, yeah, if that happened to anyone else, wedding, you, get punched, you get punched in the throat. So How brutal is Everyone that? used to call her Easy Rider. <laughs> see, see, the man, he tries to be like, he tries oh. to be your friend, right? And he tries to do something nice for you, but he cannot prevent himself from being inappropriate. And yes, oh. of course, the answer is Easy Rider. Oh. <laughs> Mr. B, you are up by one point. We have four oh. to three on the scoreboard here, but it is Mark's turn. He's in control of our board. Two weddings and a funeral or conference room. All right. Let, let's stay on the conference rooms. I like this one. All right. It's, it's funny that you <laughs> reference Prison Mike because here we go. In the episode Prison <laughs> <Nice>. Mike. <laughs> according to Prison Mike, prison food consists of nothing but gruel, but you can eat what? Is it the soap or your own hair? <laughs> oh, that's a deep track, buddy. <laughs> that is a deep track. So you can eat soap or your own hair. Yeah, he says that the prison food consists of nothing but gruel, but to, I guess, as an alternative to the gruel, you also have the option of eating either the soap or your own hair. Well, who would want to eat their own hair? Well, it's I'm to, pretty it's sure. To, it's to supplement your diet. Yeah, yeah. Get that roughage in there. (laughs) It's got fiber. That's right. I'm going to go with the soap. Um, Don't drop the soap, but you can eat the soap, according to Prison Mike. So let's roll soap. Lock that in. Prison Mike. 
<laughs> Prison Mike. All right. The answer is in. And the judges, thank you, judges. The answer is your own hair. <laughs> so Michael later admits that he got his information about life in prison from the internet and prison. It was 50-50. <laughs> Marcus, see, even that one, I thought you were right, buddy. So that's a good, yeah, good that's a tough one. That's good. a tough one. The questions are getting more difficult as we're they are there. They're dicey here. All right, Mr. B, two weddings and a funeral or conference room? You know what? Let's close out conference room again. This strategy worked last time. Okay. In the episode titled Blood Drive, Michael hosts a lonely hearts party in the conference room at which Michael gets the office workers to share breakup stories. When asked about her relationship with Ryan, Kelly initially claims that Ryan's heart was in the right place. But then Michael points out that Ryan is now what? Your choices are the vice president of Dunder Mifflin, and he can have any woman he wants, or Ryan is in Thailand having random sex. (laughs) Uh, Man, you're right. That's another deep track. He's... Nick, I got to give you credit, man. There's a, there have been a lot of softball questions on the office, and you really you went you went hard. I knew Way you guys up. have watched this extensively. Yeah. yeah. So and me and the big kid research team, we were up all night cramming for this one. I'll tell you, you took it we to actually we level. lost a member. We lost a member. He, uh, <laughs> we lost one on the way. Yeah. He uh, he, he fainted around three a.m. Uh, we were because little, of because of the CP, because of the CPR training episode, <laughs> yeah. we were yeah. unable to revive him. <laughs> And he wasn't worth reviving anyway. That's right. <laughs> what was the quality of life? Hey, so some people aren't cut out for this business. What can you say? So instantly, both of, in- interestingly, both of those answers would make some sense. But I think he says because he's the vice president now, he can have any woman he wants. I believe that's what he says to her, which, again, when you're sharing breakup stories, not the best thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the other one would be bad, too. But I'm going to go with because he's the vice president. Uh, president lock it in all right you everybody out there who watched the office will know that ryan was the youngest vice president in dunder mifflin history but the answer was or is he is in thailand ah, having random ah, sex yes, yes. Keeping that was. score great, close great question great question that was good that was good but mr b mm. you're still in the lead four to three that gives us two questions remaining in two weddings and a funeral Mark, here we go from that category. In the one-hour runtime episode Niagara, which revolves around Jim and Pam's wedding, <laughs> Dwight goes through Michael's packing list. How many condoms does Michael plan to pack? <laughs> I will put the over and under at 55. 55. <laughs> oh, man. Spring break. Spring break. <laughs> so... I don't. That's one episode. I don't know if I watched more than a couple times. I mean, I've watched The Office multiple times. Fifty-five. That seems like a low number for Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you got to get in the brain of Michael Scott, and that's that how you man answer. plans on it's business time. <laughs> I'm gonna go over. Just because it's Michael Scott, Ooh, I'm prowess. going over the prowess and I'm locking Scott. it in because Michael Scott's got plans. He's got, He's got $700 plans. worth of condoms. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll repeat the question for the listeners. In the episode Niagara, which revolves around Pam and Jim's wedding, Dwight goes through Michael's packing list, checklist. How many condoms does Michael 
plan to pack. I put the over and under at 55. Mark has chosen the over very wisely because yes. Michael planned to pack 78 condoms, <laughs> to which Dwight is incredulous that Michael plans on having sex that many times. Michael explains that it is for 26 sexual encounters because he uses three condoms at a time, but refuses <laughs> to give any more details. <laughs> oh, that's a deep that's track great. there. Good work, Mark. Good, 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 good answer, buddy. All right. We've tied it up. Mark, you've tied it up. We are job, tied buddy. four to four. Final question of the Good second pressure. round goes to Mr. B. It is from the two weddings in a funeral category, and we've already covered two weddings. So guess what? You're getting the funeral question, oh, my friends. Yes. Here we go. In the episode titled Grief Counseling, the office staff holds a funeral service for a bird that in the office parking lot. What song is performed by Dwight and Pam? Is it Wind Beneath My Wings or On the Wings of Love? Oh, Because I was going to say, I thought he played Green Sleeves. So, uh, <laughs> what were the two options again, uh, Big Nick? Remember the bird funeral in the parking lot yes. of the office. Uh, Dwight and Pam perform a song at the funeral. Your choices of the song. Is it Wind Beneath My Wings or On the Wings of Love? Oh, that's Man. a great one. I think it's Wind Beneath My Wings because I would remember uh, the other one a little more, I think. So I'm going to go with that just as a dart throw-ish. Yeah, that's a tough yes. one. I, I don't even know that yeah. one. But that's what I'm going to go Man. with. The big kid research team yeah. is going real deep. Deep tracks. Well, you will be sad to know. I know it was a sad funeral, but uh, you'll be sad to know that it was on the wings of love. Ah, so oh, we, we end round two tied in eight. Here's a not so fun fact about that episode. You will remember that former regional manager of Scranton Branch, Ed Truck, dies in that episode and died on October 11th, 2006. At the age of 69 while driving drunk on U.S. Route 6 in Pennsylvania. Just a fact. He, he was decapitated. Sad. Yes. Sad, his, sad day. his kappa was detated, detated yes. from his body. Ed Truck. <laughs> Man. Nobody All right. Tied Rest up. Rest in Good. peace, Ed Truck. Yeah. Eddie T. Yeah. So now we Man. go into round three. All tied up. All Nobody. locked up Ugh. at four Nobody. to four. Mr. Mark, you choose first. And here are our categories. You can choose from Shroot Farms or Scrantonicity. Ooh. Um Let's go with and if, if you know these the if you know the names of these two categories, it might give you a hint as to whom may be involved. Don't don't trust Big Nick's trickery. Yeah, you can choose between Shroot Farms and Scratchnicity. He's like a little fairy with his pixie dust doing trickery. I'm <laughs> gonna go with the Scrantonicity here. Let's let's start on the second second you would. option. All right. All right. In the Scrantonicity category, salesman Andy Bernard would like to become a member of one of the office's most exclusive social groups. Kevin's band, Scrantonicity 2, is his backup plan should he fail to get a membership into his number one choice. 
What <laughs> is his first choice? Is it the Finer Things Club or the Party Planning Committee? Ooh, this one I feel like I've got on lockdown. So I'm going to just throw it in, and that would be the Finer Things Committee. The Finer Things Club or the Party Planning Committee? You can't just mesh them together. (laughs) Oh, no, I was going to use a little bit of each. The The Finer Things Things Party Planning Committee is what I'd like to go with, if we could just lock that in, Big Nick. Um, (laughs) I'll hand that to the judges and see. (laughs) No, no, no. Let's go. See, now I'm second guessing myself. Let's go with. So the Finer Things Club, I remember that was the book reading. And Pam was in it. Toby was in it. I'm pretty sure that the Nard Dog wanted to get in on that. I don't think I don't remember him being interested in the party planning committee. I'm going the Finer Things Club. Let's Inside, rock the Finer Things Club. This is what the a beautiful mind looks like. Lock it in. <laughs> Lock it in. All right, I just Mark. laid it all out there. You are correct. It is the Finer Things yes, Club. I was hoping job, to trip somebody up because remember Angela. <laughs> heads the party planning committee yes. and he all he had a thing for her for quite some time yes well and you did because as soon as i said oh i think i know this one then i was like wait a minute was that andy or was that somebody else i'm trying to think of so so Good mark picks up a point five to four mark in the first lead, lead for the, the first day. time today we have a lead change ladies and gentlemen that is our last round, round right? mr b last round shroot farms or scrantonicity shroot farms Shoot, Buck. Okay. In the 17th episode of season nine, titled The Farm, Dwight invites some of his co-workers to the funeral of his Aunt Shirley. During the funeral service, Dwight does what to the body? Does he hose it down while the body lies in the grave, or does he shoot the corpse? <laughs> that re- sounds very Dwight-like. <laughs> yes, and I remember that actually because... <laughs> <laughs> afterwards so he proceeds to grab a shotgun and shoot the corpse and <laughs> and they're like he went on to say like off the at the next clip he's like he's like yeah we would later on see mysteriously a bunch of scratching in the, uh, <laughs> uh, in the coffin so yes lock it in shotgun nice That's, and then i think if actually if we were to go real deep track i think uh um geez the the accountant uh Takes off Oscar, running. Kevin? O- Oscar. No, Oscar was there. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, all right, I, that's it. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so shotgun to the corpse, lock it in. Yes, everybody other than the relatives of Dwight were very startled when he shot the corpse with a shotgun. And he says that he shoots the corpse. It's a tradition to make sure the that she is actually dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't need some city doctor to make sure our family are dead. That's hilarious. <laughs> Only Dwight. <laughs> All right. Five to five here, big kids. All locked oh, up. Mark, man. your choice. Shroot Farms or Scrantonicity? Um, let's go Scrantonicity again. All right. Here we go. <laughs> when Kevin. You're, you plan to defer is really backfiring on you there, Mr. B. When Kevin got himself for the secret Santa and didn't tell anyone, what gift did he get for himself? Was it a foot bath or a big jar of M&M's? Ooh. Oh, man. Both great gifts. And I think both were gifts in that episode, which makes this a little tricky. I remember the M&M's. 
that he ended up getting, I believe, but I can't remember if he bought them. There was a lot of shenanigans in that episode when it came to gifts. And <laughs> everybody it, wanted the iPod. Yeah, everyone wanted the iPod, and then I it, thought well, we had a five dollar limit. <laughs> well, it's just uh, he's like, well, well, yeah, well, you know. Um, hmm. The foot bath of the M and M's. So he ended up with the M and M's, but I, ah, I don't think he bought those though. So I'm going to go with the foot bath. I'm going to. I don't know. I'm kind of going. Do, he's my doing gut calculus in his head as we speak. Ladies I and am gentlemen. doing calculus. Hmm. Let me think about this real quick. Say checkers is chess. Um. I think some of our listeners are using their phones to Google iPod right now to figure what that yeah, is. Exactly. <laughs> Do they even sell those? Right? Isn't it crazy to think that that's already like I a know, gone that, thing? That was like, what's that, an iPod? At you the mean time iPad? Of that episode, that, that was the coolest thing you could get was an iPod. And that was the big one, too. Yeah. Now they got the little teeny micros. and yeah. So they still have them. So for my own sanity, just read that question one more time, Big Nick. When Kevin sure got himself for the Secret Santa, so he chooses, he, you know, they draw names out of a yeah, hat yeah. to see who they will be Secret Santa for. And he's supposed to tell them if, you know, you're supposed to say if you got yourself, so you draw another name. He got himself and chose not to tell anyone. So what gift did he get for himself? Your choice is a foot bath or a big jar of M&M's. This is a crucial point here. This is like, this means something. No no pressure. pressure. Like, I think Kevin, I think M&M's. Like, that's where my brain immediately goes. But then foot bath, for some reason, is calling my, I'm going foot bath. Lock it in. I think he did the foot bath. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, judges, lock him in on foot bath. And the answer card is in. Boom, Mark, you pick up a big point and a big spot. Foot bath is the correct answer. Great fourth down play, buddy. Fourth and short. Ooh, and now Mr. B is in control of the board. And so we have two questions left in the Shroot Farms category, and we have one question left in the Scrantonicity category. Let's, Mm. let's Let's go back to Shroot Farms. Let's keep it interesting for the last question. All right. In the episode titled Garden Party in season eight, the current regional manager, Andy Bernard, throws a garden party at Shroot Farms to impress CEO Robert California with his parents and brother in attendance. At Andy's request, Andy and his father perform what song? Is it Forever Young by Rod Stewart or More Than Words by Extreme? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's, these are just coming back to me because I remember he gets up there and he's like trying to force his dad to sing the song. His dad and doesn't that, want to sing anything with him. Well, and even like his dad's like, we have to leave early. We have tickets to the theater. He's like, what player are you going to see? He's like, we're going to go watch Moneyball. <laughs> oh, that is a Great deep movie. track right there. Uh, and I, I, I believe it. So it was not Rod Stewart. Um, and then if, if, he, if, if we want to go real deep track. He tries to start singing it. He's singing it way out of key. The dad grabs a guitar. And then who is Andy Bernard's young brother? Uh, the one singer, uh, Josh Groban, comes up. And he's like, oh, I'll, I'll sing this for you. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> it, uh, what were my two options again, Big Nick, just so I can say it correctly? Your choices are Forever Young by Rod Stewart or More Than Words by Extreme. More Than Words by Extreme. Lock it in. 
All right. Lock him in on More Than Words by Extreme. You are correct. Andy and his father performed the song More Than Words by Extreme. Andy's father and brother perform Forever Young by Rod Stewart at the same event on the same episode. <laughs> Man, you are throwing some some yeah. thinkers, buddy. That, these aren't even curveball. These are some heaters these and are. sinkers. The other they thing, are. too, let us all remember that in that episode, we learned that Connecticut Casual is the actual attire that is specifically for garden parties. Connecticut I, Casual. I, I put that on my wedding invitation and no one knew what to do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Ooh. Two questions left. Tied up. Six to six. Ooh, we got a, we hey, got a barn burner Mark, here. This is a no big... No pressure, Mark. No, no pressure. pressure at all. And now I got a, a decision to make on categories. It's category a high-scoring affair. We have one question left in each category. The categories, mm. once again, are Shroot Farms and Scrantonicity. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What do go, you do? Let's go Shroot Farms. I'm gonna Shoot the hostage. Back. <laughs> shoot the hostage right or the meat. corpse <laughs> or the corpse whichever one you prefer pop quiz hot shot pop. <laughs> are we we're going with shroot farms here mark shroot farms all shroot right farms this is a good one uh it doesn't sound good dwight runs <laughs> the shroot farms with his cousin Mose, and they sell beets to local stores and restaurants how many acres is the farm I will put the over and under at 55 acres. <laughs> notice that was the same over and under number chosen for the condoms. I do notice, which my logic is like he wouldn't go over 55 twice, regardless of the question. But that's not the point. Um, 55 acres. I want to say I remember Dwight talking about like acquiring multiple different plots of land to make up the farm itself. I think that was when the ant died. They were yeah. trying to figure out who was going to so, acquire. Let's not give him a bunch of tips and questions. <laughs> These aren't tips. Mix. All right, Merv Griffin. These are facts. These are the facts of the case. I'm I'm gonna go over, even though. Hmm, yeah, even though Merv, if you're, Merv, if you're listening, the price for no phones just went way up, buddy. One point <laughs> seven dollars. I'm I'm taking it. <laughs> Up, up, up. I'm going over 55. Come on, Dwight. Don't let me down. I knew you're an entrepreneur. I can't drive 55. All right. Dwight and Moe's run Shroot Farms. They sell beets to local stores and restaurants. How many acres is the farm? I put the over and under at 55. And ladies and gentlemen, the over has it. 60 acres for Ah. Shroot Farms. Fun office fact here, in the American Civil War, the Battle of Gettysburg was known for having the most deaths, but according to Dwight, the Battle of Shroot Farms had the highest deaths per acre, also known as DPA. DPA. Yes, that's a scientific fact. Very nice. Very nice. Hey, Marcus, that was a deep track, and you know what? I would have went under. Because yeah. when Mar- when Big Nick started talking that he had a farm, but when the ant died, he acquired her farm, which put it into the thousands of acres. So, yeah, great answer. You nailed it, even though that didn't apply. And I got to get this question here. I got I got yeah. some pressure on me. The heat is on. <laughs> All right. For the last question, the final question in the third round, the final question of the Scrantonicity category. You're up, Mr. B. Pressure's on. This is do or die time, my friend. And here we go. On Diversity Day, what ethnicity 
is written on the three by five note card taped to Kevin's forehead. Is it Jamaican or Italian? (laughs) (laughs) I see. I don't think it's Italian because I would remember the Italian joke. So I just got to go with my gut. Hey, it's fourth. It's fourth and long. I got to hit hey, my mom, receiver. throw the long pass. I, I'm going to slap at the base. <laughs> so, so I'm going to go Jamaican, lock it in, please. <laughs> and please? we'll go with Jamaican. <laughs> All right. So on Ethnicity Day, they each had three by five note cards taped to their heads, and they each had a different race or nationality on written on these three by five note cards. Creed's note card said Puerto Rican. Oscars said Eskimo. (laughs) (laughs) Pam's said Jewish. Meredith's said Brazilian. Stanley's said black. And this was, (laughs) this is, it's noted that this was by coincidence. Oh, poor Stanley. Michaels said Martin Luther King Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Angela's said Jamaican. Kevin's said Italian. You know what? Now that you said that, because you're right, because Kevin was the one saying to her, are you sure, Mon? And yeah. Are you sure, Mon? That's oh. right, because I remember Kevin saying that, but I was thinking he was describing himself. Marcus, I didn't know what great, they had. Great win, buddy. Oh, yes. Ow. My goodness, that was a barn burner. Seven barn to six, burn. a high-scoring affair. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, that's one of our best no phones yet. Mark with and the no big way. win in a big spot. Coming up and, huge. And once I knew the topic, I would have bet some money I would have won that one. So, Marcus, yeah. you played it well. Hey, Big Nick, great questions, man, because I, I, I consider myself an office aficionado, and, man, I really tanked there at the end, so... I'm gonna go. I'm actually. I'm gonna go watch The Office right now. I gotta I phone think, up. Yeah, and just in case there's a round two that we're gonna. Hey, do this there thing. could be a round two on this one. I could see that. <laughs> there's plenty of material from The Office. Big Nick, super shout out, dude. The, the questions were on point. Shout out to the big kid research team because yeah. yep. hey, rest in peace, Joey Trek. Deep. Yeah, rest in peace, little Joe. Rest in um, peace. Uh, we'll send a check to your family. Um, the by the way, there were 18 questions, so a total possible of 18 points scored by both of our contestants combined. They combined for 13 total points. So well done by both of you, gentlemen. A, a close one, another good one. Thank you all for tuning in. Follow us on Twitter. We're at the Big Kids Show, and listen, subscribe, follow, whatever they tell you to do with our show. And I would just like to add. The second victory that I've had over Mr. Oh, B. Yeah. Booyah! <laughs> <laughs> hey, and, and, That's and, all I got. And I'm not a sore loser. I'm fine. I'll be okay. We're going to go regroup. Give you trust. a hug. Yeah. But Marcus, well-deserved win. I'm proud of you. Thank you, sir. Enjoy, very, very it. Tight Enjoy it tonight. Then get back in the gym tomorrow, buddy. That's Join right. us back train, train here to the next one. in the sandbox next week. We are the big kids. And we're going to... We're going to leave you today all with one of my favorite songs from The Office. You got to go. You can't just sit here and cry. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, here's the song.
is not really me. You can't end like this. You know, I slept in my car last night, quit my job, burned all my bridges. And I did unspeakable things. You're just not good. You're just not good. Are you insane? You're just not good. You're just not good. Chill out. Thank you very much. We're not interested. <laughs>